Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene. This is Rachel Fisher. Hi, it's Desi Jedekin. I'm a little out of it right now. You are? I feel like I've had a long day. It's hot today. It's hot. We were just at the gym and then we like ate a ton of food after the gym, which is like the Desi and Rachel signature move. Yes. Sometimes I do it at the gym in the parking lot. <laughs> Wait, haven't you like eaten Taco Bell in yeah, the gym parking I lot? I did. I ate it in the parking lot one time. I love it. It was hungry. Yeah. You can't work out on an empty stomach. No. <laughs> Uh, This is from Yahoo. Endorsements and enrollment aren't the only things up in the air for Olivia Jade and Isabella Rose Giuliani. The sisters, who are two of the biggest names in the college admission scandals, have reportedly have been reportedly kicked out of Kappa Kappa Gamma. Their sorority. (laughs) I have to. You have to say it like that. Their sorority at USC, according to Us Weekly. Um, A source close to the sisters says the organization is trying to disassociate itself with the siblings. So, yeah, I guess they were kicked out of their sorority. That's tragic. I'm, I feel very bad for them and their millionaire parents. Right. Boo-hoo. And their millionaire influencer money, too. Well, yeah. one of them's rich. Is the other one an influencer? No. Olivia? Olivia is. What's the other one? The other Jade one. Jade or something? The other one is, no, Olivia Jade and Isabella Rose. Oh, Isabella. Okay. Rose Giuliani. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I just, I'm having a really hard time feeling bad for them. I don't. Anyway, I just had to mention it because we've talked about the college admission scandal. I can't wait for that case to start being tried with her. Yeah, that's the thing that's going to be interesting about it is I want to see the trial. And what's she going to do? Like everyone else is pleading. Like so far I've seen a bunch of the cases pleading, like the guy who took all their tests pled for something. And I just feel like they're the, she's like the holdout, which no, is really she interesting wants to me. To, she is like, I am innocent of this. I think we all want to see the photoshopped um, crew photos too, because remember they oh, photoshopped yeah. that should come out in the trial. Yeah, hopefully. I definitely. Think we'll all be yeah, glued to our television sets. Yes. <laughs> okay, this is a pretty crazy story. They actually talked about this uh, yesterday on side stories on last podcast, but I saved this story when it broke, so uh, it's just a coincidence that uh, me and the last podcast boys have very good taste in crazy news stories. Um, this is from People Magazine. It was reported uh, many other places as well. But the headline is, Man Finds Mummified Baby's Corpse in His Mom's Freezer After Her Death. Oh, yeah, I saw this story. This is an insane story. Basically, this guy in Missouri, he was cleaning out his mom's home, and he gets to this cardboard box that's in the freezer right. that had been there his entire life. He knows about the box because in the box, his mother told him was the top half of her wedding cake. Now, this is like actually a thing. Some people store their wedding cake in their freezer like indefinitely. Have you heard of that? Yes, I find it really weird. I think it's a really weird tradition and I would have such a hard time every single day looking at that wedding cake and not eating it. 
just eat the fucking cake. Like, come on. I get right. like maybe I'll forgive you if it's like I think some people do it usually like a year later, right? Yeah. That would right. be like or it's like tradition. superstition or something. <sighs> yeah. I just I'm not anyway, he this wedding cake, this alleged wedding cake box was in the freezer for his entire life, and this man is like thirty seven years old. So this is from People. Adam Smith had noticed a mysterious cardboard box in his mother's freezer for his entire life, but thought it was a wedding cake top. This is a quote from Adam Smith. I've asked her several times. It was either a no-no conversation or she blew me off. So he was like, come on, let's open the wedding cake probably. And she's like, right. don't fucking touch the cake. Yeah. But Barbara, his mom, died of lung cancer on July 21st. And he made a pretty grim discovery when he finally opened that cardboard box. It was not a wedding cake. This is a quote from Adam. I pulled the box out, I grabbed this knife, and I just cut through the plastic and opened it up. And that's when I found a frozen baby in there. I'm sorry. How old was the baby? Um, an infant. That's just what it says. Okay. I mean, it must be pretty small. It was mummified. It was wrapped in pink fleece with its skin and hair still intact. Wow. Yeah. Uh, This is a quote from him. I just freaked out. I put it right back into the box and I called the police right away. I mean, that is like, of all the things to find in your freezer, that has to be the worst. Right. And personally, if I was the mom, once I was diagnosed with lung cancer, I would have gotten rid of that. You have to. Like, why didn't you do that? Now your son has to find it. It's one thing to save it. Because whatever, I guess. I don't really know. Is there more to this We don't know. It's a mystery. Anyway, so uh, let's see. He says he told the St. Louis Dispatch that he's learned more about his mother than he'd never known, um, including the fact that he once, she once gave birth to a set of twins, one of whom was stillborn. Um, I'm finding out my mom wasn't who I thought she was. That's what he said. Smith, Adam Smith, he has a 45-year-old sister, and she has also speculated that his mother's intense secrecy over the box's contents could suggest that she was allegedly responsible for the baby's death. Even as she was on her deathbed, she never told me what was in that box, he said. That just makes me think maybe she did something to this baby and didn't want to tell anyone because she was afraid she'd get in trouble. So, well, in the mom's defense, it could also be possible that the baby did die and she felt creepy for keeping it wait what (laughs) like the baby died stillborn yeah and she the reason she was ashamed wasn't because she did anything but because she kept it so why didn't she get rid of it then if she felt creepy for keeping it because she wanted the baby like maybe she had some weird emotional i mean yeah do you know what i'm saying right i'm just saying maybe she kept it and then what do you do you can't just throw the baby away if you have some if you cremate it I guess, but you know how you do something and then the longer you keep, you keep right. it up, then right, it's harder right, right. to go back on it? Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if you lost your baby, there might be some weird... I mean, people have done that before where they have this emotional of attachment. Course. We don't know what yeah. she would have gone so through. So I don't necessarily think it's because she killed it or right. did something bad to it. Right. Like, and they said that it was a stillborn baby. They knew about a stillborn baby. Yes. So I don't know. I I, I mean, to me, it's like, it's weird that it seems like both of her kids are like, my mom, <laughs> like their kids kind of like throwing her under the bus as the worst possibility. Like, yeah. I don't but, know. But then it says that Adam talked to his estranged father who told him that the dad recalled the mom being pregnant on their first date, but not pregnant the next time he saw her. Oh, that's, so that's interesting. a different thing. Yeah. 
Uh, Adam, this is still from People. Adam also remembered a moment from his childhood in which Barbara lamented the death of her oldest child, a girl named Jennifer, on what would have been her 21st birthday. Finding this, I'm more confused, angry, and I just want to find closure. He told uh, KSDK, I want to know more answers. I mean, that's a weird story for sure. Yeah. But I guess I just don't definitely jump to the worst conclusion on it. That she killed the baby. I mean, possibly I could be um, sort of... I knew a friend whose mom kept a baby in a shoebox. What? In her closet, like a dead baby, like a um, mummy. Is that legal? I don't know. So maybe I'm thinking like, well, it's happened. (laughs) It happened to my friend. (laughs) It's of course, it normal, happened to your friend. It's a very normal thing. Yeah, that, it's a pen, she's a Florida person. I was going to say. Um, so maybe I'm sort of like colored by so that did you, experience. Did your friend like tell you about the dead baby in the shoebox when yes. you were a kid? No, it was when I was. We were older when yeah. I, she told me that. Um, but I mean, there's there's clearly a lot. I, I just feel like if I'm going to die, first of all, I would get rid of that baby once I was diagnosed with terminal lung cancer. Right. At the very least, I probably would be like, hey here's a letter telling what happened. Right. Like I would, at that point I would be like, well, I don't want them to think I killed the baby. Like I would leave a letter explaining things. Yeah. At least. I don't know. Or even, knows? or even like warning them, even if you did kill the baby, warning them like, Hey, you're going to be in for a big surprise. Yeah. Don't eat that cake. <laughs> Just take the cake, take the cake box to the dump and run and don't look back. I like that he opened it. Like, honestly, I probably would have just thrown the box away. Like, at that point, dude, I would have opened it. I would want to see how a forty-year-old cake was preserved <laughs> in a freezer. I'd be very interested, and I'd probably take a bite of it. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if I'd take a bite of a forty-year-old cake. I would. It's probably really frostbitten. It's probably really frostbitten, and like the icing, you'd think you could like thaw the, thaw the icing out, but it would never thaw out. Probably, and it's probably like not even a good cake. Yeah, because they didn't make good cakes back then. Did that's they? my opinion. <laughs> Desi's just random. It was from Win Dixie, probably, or like no, they're yeah. not in Florida. Yeah. Anyway, Weird. I'm gonna be on the lookout for updates of this story okay. because it is yeah, I'm so curious. wild. Okay. Now, this is a story that also happened earlier or was broke earlier in the week, but there was an update today. This uh is from BBC News. Ekaterina Kara Glinova, uh, she was an Instagram influencer from Russia. She had like 100,000 followers on Instagram. She was found dead, stuffed into a suitcase. Wow. Yeah. And a man has come forward and confessed to her murder. Oh. In a video released by prosecutors, Maxim Garajev confesses to stabbing Ekaterina, age 24, quote, at least five times in the neck and chest. The circumstances of the confession and whether the suspect had a lawyer present are not clear from the video. Mrs. Kara Glanova had a large Instagram following and was a qualified doctor. Her body was discovered by her parents and landlord on Friday in a suitcase in the hallway of her apartment building in Moscow. Um, her father requested an ambulance, but Miss Kara Glanova was reportedly already dead with a slit throat. Uh, police said there was no evidence of any struggle at the apartment. No weapon was found at the scene. And so basically, yeah, this guy, he's a 33-year-old man. 
He told officers that he lashed out at Miss Kara Glenova, with whom he says that he had an intimate relationship after she, quote, repeatedly insulted and humiliated him. <sighs> so this sounds like an all too familiar story right. that we've heard before. Um, she told me that I was ugly and that even plastic surgery would not help me. I'm looking at a picture of him and look, she ha- she made points. Yeah. Anyway, this is a very sad story. I mean, and this is like the second influencer who has died recently. Yeah. Like an Instagram That's influencer. That's made the news at yeah. least. Yeah. So yeah, really scary. And they both seem to be these like revenge killings from men, both of those instances. Right. So both of them clearly had an interest in these women. Right. Right. We're gonna we're gonna switch gears here. We're gonna go to a more feel good story. Now this okay. story did make me feel really good. Hmm. Uh, this is out of Ireland. Shout out to all our listeners in Ireland. Uh, this is from the Irish Times, and the headline reads: Victorian era sex toy quote returned to Ireland after crowdfunding bid. Okay, so there's this woman. Her name on Twitter is Sexiopa, and I guess she runs an online sex shop. Okay. And she had seen that there was this 130-year-old dildo that was up for auction a while ago, and it ended up going to an American, and she was like, you know, that belong- that dildo belongs in Ireland, and it belongs in a museum. Wow. Yeah. I love this woman. This woman's amazing. So basically the dildo, much to her pleasant surprise, ended up going up for auction again. (laughs) So she told all her followers on Twitter, she's like, we have to get this dildo and send it to a museum. This is honestly my kind of crusade. Yeah. She was like, you guys, if everyone can just PayPal me like a dollar, we can afford, I think it was like, uh, it was significantly cheaper than the first auction. And that makes me suspicious. Like, was it used? Right. Why did the price go down so much? What do you have a picture of the dildo? I do, and okay. I'll show it to you in a minute. Okay. So, um, I'm just going to read this uh, from the Irish Times. Last weekend, a customer emailed Miss Scott. Yeah, let me read you. Let me give you her full name. Her full, her real name is Shauna Scott, but her Twitter handle is Sexiopa. Last weekend, a customer emailed Miss Scott that the same item was up for auction again. This caused her to have what she calls an Indiana Jones moment, <laughs> which is when she said to herself, this belongs in a museum. Right. But there was a problem. She didn't have enough money to buy the antique marital aid, especially if she went for anything, if it went for anything close to the amount that it fetched two years ago. Like I said before, two years ago, it was the winning bid was $3,200. So at... 3.30 p.m. on Monday, Miss Scott took to Twitter to solicit donations and with a view to purchasing it for relocation to a museum in Ireland. By the time the auction started at 6 p.m., she had raised over 1,000 euros, and by the end, she only had to spend 620 euros to win the bidding. Ooh, so she got quite a bargain. She got a deal on this. Yes. Miss- a deal dough. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Miss Scott said her first job was to confirm it was the same dildo which left Irish shores in 2017. A comparison to the scuff marks on the box suggests it is the same item. Um, I'm sad the scuff marks were on the box. Right, they weren't from someone's jaggedy pussy scuffing up that dildo. So... Then Miss Scott will now she's trying to find a home for the item. Her preference is the Chester Beatty Library in Dublin Castle or the Decorative Arts Museum in Colin Barracks. Do they not want it? I don't know. Who wouldn't want it's magnificent. Let me show you okay. a picture I of this dildo. this dildo. I mean it is it is like an ivory dildo. 
Wow. That's a big dildo. First of all, it's huge. Do you want to describe it? It almost looks like an ivory tusk, but it's shaped into um, a dick. So it has a very wide base. It has like a little butt plug handle. So you can pull it out. So you can pull it out. It's very large. I don't think you'd have trouble pulling it out. Because it, it'd be sticking out of most pussies, I think. I that agree. looks really long, it's right? It's really big. Uh, it has like a nice little carved head. Um, and yeah, that's a big dildo. It's a big dildo. And I would love to know how they, uh, what, like, who would have bought that? Because that seems, ivory is obviously, has always been very expensive. This right? is for an aristocrat. Yeah. Or some wealthy person. I mean, this is like, and it comes with this little case with a little tufted satin. I mean, pillows. also imagine having this made for you because clearly they didn't carve this shit, right? Like they had to have someone carve it for right. them. I, I mean, would, please, ivory maker, please make me a dildo. Um, yeah, can you just yeah put like a little head on it? <laughs> like I would love like put some. Va- I mean, there is some detailing on this of little wrinkles. Do you see? No, clearly it was a fine co- um, craftsman. Yeah. Oh, can I? This is reminding me of a funny. Um, tweet I saw where someone said their favorite part of a Snickers bar was the dick veins on top. <laughs> like, I literally can't stop thinking about it every time I see a Snickers now. I'm like, yeah, it has dick veins it on top. Dick veins on top. I'm like, how did I, how did I not write that tweet? Like, how did who I wrote not? that tweet? A girl or a guy? No, it was a guy who wrote it. I don't even know who it was. It wasn't like a well-known Twitter account. That's even. amazing. But it kind of like went sort of viral, I guess. Uh, yeah, so every time I see dick veins now, I'm like, it's a Snickers. <laughs> like, Dude. it's just so, I was like, that is the perfect description. Because what are those Such dick veins a on a Snickers? What oh. are those? What are they? Why? I need to see a Snickers being made, like one of those videos that Why are like do they get dick very veins? soothing, you know, where you watch something right. being made. And I want to see a Snickers being made with the dick veins on top. Right. Because it's definitely uh, a major part of the look of a Snickers. It is. It's the dick veins. They're like bulging. They're, it's a very phallic candy yeah, bar. Yeah, so now you'll never be able to not think of that too. Right, when you bite into a Snickers. Yeah. Mm. That's mm. why they get so um, soothed right. after you eat one. Because you, you got, got some it. dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I really am really proud of this woman. I love it. Yeah. I applaud her. I want her to come on the show and talk about the Me dildo. Me too. I'd love her. Yeah. I would Shana, love to see it in person. If you're a listener, please come on the show. Yeah. Email us, hollywoodcrimescene at gmail.com. Okay. Let's see. Our last story for this week is about cats. Oh. Not the musical. Oh. This People is, are not talking about that anymore. They're not. It just like disappeared. Just disappeared. What happened? I want more. I do too. I hope they release another teaser. Right. We need some like a clip. Yeah. Something. Right. That's not James Corden. Right. No. <laughs> Fuck that. Okay. This is from Yahoo. 79-year-old cat lover sentenced to 10 days in jail for feeding strays. This is a horrible... Like I saw this story today. I'm enraged. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. Like this woman... I Where is the GoFundMe for this woman? I will pay... A 79-year-old woman in Garfield Heights, Ohio, has been sentenced to 10 days in county jail under the county's Ordinance 505.23, which states no person shall provide food for cats or dogs other than those owned by that person for setting such food. What, what nerd wrote that ordinance, first Who of all? Who fucking cares? Like, why are you even enforcing that bullshit? Like, right. It is so stupid. I hate that whole town. And I hate, like, <laughs> like I hate everyone who, like, who probably called in on her. Oh, you know what? Her neighbors were th- ratted her out. 
Her neighbors fucking snitched on her just because they didn't like that there were cats coming around her house all the time. I kick those neighbors' asses. I literally want to kick their asses. I fucking hate them. Awful. So this poor woman who is an animal lover and specifically a cat lover, like she loves cats, So we love her. We love her. She had a cat who died, Aww. but she has all these stray cats in her neighborhood, and she's wor- she literally said, I was worried about them. Aww. So she feeds the cats all the time, and she got warned because some neighbor snitched on her. Right. And because she got warned, she was like, well, I'm going to keep... I can't, can't stop feeding these cats. Right. So she kept feeding the cats, but then all the neighbors ganged up on her and snitched <gasps> on her, so Awful. she got sent to jail. Why is this person going to jail? This is insane. This is like, don't you get... Cops have anything better to do than send this old lady to jail? This is like the most bullshit law How ever. do they not feel stupid? They should be ashamed of themselves. Everyone in this sucks. Yeah. Except for her this and the cats. A, this is a quote from this woman. Her name is Nancy Segula. I would always feed them and take care of them because I was worried about them and I'm a cat lover. And then once my neighbors around here started being unhappy about it, they called the animal warden. Ugh. She's 79 How years old. How is this a jailable crime? Like... That is like a fine at best. Like, right. Come on. Also, just like grow up. You can't I handle. I mean, grow up, yes. Yeah, like you can't handle a few fucking cats in your neighborhood. Fucking grow up. Uh, for Segula's family, they don't believe the punishment justifies the crime, obviously, especially for an almost 80 year old who was taking care of animals left behind. How do you feel when you call the cops on your 80 year old neighbor and she goes to jail? Right. Like, do you feel like an absolute piece of shit you should you should you, you should want to like die like you should you <laughs> should feel like shit when you snitch on anyone but especially your 80 year old neighbor it's so awful like i can't so i couldn't believe my mom was telling me that for what she's doing out here feeding some stray animals she gets 10 days in the county jail i couldn't believe it this is uh, uh that was a quote from dave palowski her son adding that he worries about her safety um in the jail uh, I understand my mother has broken a law repeatedly with this and that it is a law in Garfield Heights. Ironically, the place is called Garfield oh my Heights. Oh my God. You, that can't be a law in Garfield Heights. Yeah. We all know this. Right. Come on. <laughs> but it should have been reviewed individually. Why would you send a 79-year-old lady to jail for feeding cats? Why would you send a 79-year-old lady to jail for feeding cats? <laughs> It's literally old lady 101. They can't help it. <laughs> also, she's not going to jail. There's no way that she's going to yeah. jail. She's not in jail, right? Right. Yet. Uh, so they're still just threatening yeah. her? Well, she's been arrested. Like, she's... Really? Yeah. Uh, Segula is expected to report to jail on August 11th. A petition has since been started for Segula requesting a lighter sentence. Uh. This, this is can't unbelievable. Happen. I'm going to start a petition. Yeah. Or whatever. Fuck I'm going to do something. Here's a picture of her. Let me see. She looks exactly what you would think she looks like. I know. Uh, Here's like a little side note. When I was driving back from uh, Northern California the other day, okay, I went to Taco Bell. And (laughs) when I was in the drive-thru, I saw all these stray cats, like... (gasps) Three, two to three stray cats, but they looked young. Like they weren't like kittens. And I was like, oh, look at those stray cats. And then I saw kittens pouncing (gasps) around in the shrubbery by the, by the, uh, and I like gasped. It was really hard because I was like, I want to save these kittens. Yeah. I mean, I knew they were feral, so they probably would have ran from me. I didn't get out of my car. But there were so many little cute kittens pouncing around, and then I saw cans 
all along that, like underneath the shrubbery or whatever. Yeah. So I knew someone was like taking care of them, but it was like so difficult. And I was like, if I had my cat carrier, I would have gotten those fucking kittens. Like yeah. they were so tiny. Aww. It was just weird. It was just in the middle of nowhere in like middle of California. Yeah. Like one of those roadside. Aww. It was so hard though. I'm still thinking about them. I miss the colony of cats we had at my apartment complex. We had this cat colony for a while it just like showed up one day and there were all these cats that were just hanging around they're so feral though like I was just like looking at the kittens and they would like run and hide I mean I would have never been able to get them probably yeah but yeah it was so sad because they were just cute little kittens pouncing around I literally I'm like I think we should go to Ohio and like do a podcast series about this town Garfield Heights I want to like, and ask people why they why they hate cats so much. To do an investigative report, yeah, and also like f- have that woman be free, yeah. <laughs> and then invite this is her my on the cause. show. My cause is cats and dildos. Same, <laughs> yeah. Like, I would have donated to that woman's GoFundMe. Oh, totally. If I saw I that, I would have donated to it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry. And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done, done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HCS. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Do you have any podcast or book or movies? I don't. I'm still watching The Sopranos. Um, I'm, I'm watching The Sopranos too oh now. Oh yeah, she's finally watching it. I like love it. it. Yeah. It's totally right at my alley. Yeah. Desi was right. Mm-hmm. Can I just say that one thing I am enjoying is like all of Carmela's outfits and her hairstyles are fucking yes. incredible. Yes. With her long French tips and her big like hairsprayed hair and her like pastel suits. Her She's amazing. Her outfits are amazing. Yeah. Um, so I'm still watching that. I was away for a week, so I didn't really watch a ton of stuff because I had terrible Wi-Fi. I was like in a place where the Wi-Fi was just not streamable. Yeah. So I didn't really watch anything. I... Yeah, I don't have anything. The Sopranos, and I am looking forward to Succession starting up again. Oh, yeah. That's on the 11th, I think. Kieran so. Culkin is really hot. I love that show. So if you haven't watched I Succession, haven't watched it. watch season one. I think it's only eight episodes, and it's really, really good. So watch that, so then you can watch the um, premiere on the 11th. Okay. And I am watching, or oh, I just finished watching the... British show Years and Years, which is available on HBO. They like picked it up, uh, but it is a British show and it's takes place over the course of 10 years and it follows uh, one family in the UK is like changing around them. It's, it's, it's dark. It's very dark, but there's also very funny moments in it. And I really liked it. And it was right up my alley because it was so dark. And it's also very chilling because, like, a lot of the stuff is like, oh, yeah, that could totally happen. Or, oh, that is actually happening, especially in America. Right. I want to watch it. Yeah. You should watch it because I'm actually really curious about your thoughts on it. Okay. But it was good. Like, I really liked all the characters. I liked all the actors in it. And Emma Thompson plays, like, the villain on it. So it's great. Cool. I'm still looking. I'm looking for podcast recommendations that aren't the podcasts I regularly listen to. I already said that like two weeks ago. Do you have any podcasts you like that are like true crime? I so One that I'm listening to right now, which you might like if you like us, um, just because of the content, not necessarily the host, uh, or it's not a style like us where we're, it's two people talking, is the um, California Dreaming. California. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I just started wa- listening to it cause I'm interested in some of those topics. Like I'm listening to one on Betty Broderick right now oh, and yeah, I like that yeah. story. Yeah. That story is crazy. So, um, and that's you it. say you listen to cold. I did listen to cold, but that was a while ago. Yeah. So I don't think when we were doing the show, I was listening to it. I do recommend that podcast. Is that a wondery podcast? I don't know. Anyways, that is a podcast that is focused on one story and it might be like 10 episodes. And if, I found it very good, uh, and that is the. It's focused on the case of Josh Powell and Susan Powell, which was a Utah couple. She went missing. He had two young. They had two young sons together. Yeah, and it's just a fucking mess. Like the thing about that case, uh, it's a pretty famous case, but it, it really goes into the depth, the creepy relationship 
um, between Susan and and her husband's fa- father. Oh, and the thing that that is sort of the standout is that he would write. He considered himself an amateur songwriter. Ooh. And he would write all these songs about, about Susan, and you can hear them like they play the songs that oh, he that's recorded. Amazing. And that aspect of the, uh, I knew the story, and I knew the horrible, like whatever. I'm not going to tell you in case you don't know; it will be a surprise. But that aspect, I did not know with the father. I had heard hints of it, but I didn't know how legitimate it was. It's, right. it's fucking legitimate. Like he did try to fuck this his daughter in law, and was very interested in her and madly in love with her. Right. Uh, and it's fucking creepy. So yeah, okay, I, I recommend Cold. It's really good. I also forgot to mention a few weeks ago that I was on a podcast. Oh. And it is my friend Sandy's podcast. He's a comic and he's very funny. And the podcast is called MFers, a parenting podcast. It's a parenting podcast. Okay. Now, I am obviously not a parent. So when he had me on, I have a cat. I'm a cat parent. I'm not a parent though. And so he had me on and we talked about parents and children in true crime stories. Okay. So we talked about Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Oh. And we talked about, um, uh, we talked about, we talked about cases involving parents and children. Okay. So that's interesting. Yeah. I'm episode 58. So. Check out his podcast and just check out his podcast if you want a funny parenting podcast. Yeah. He interviews people who are parents and he's a really funny guy. And yeah, so I want to plug his show. And yeah, that's all my recommendations for this week. Okay. What'd you eat? Well, as I said before, I went on vacation and I ate a lot. So I I'm know. like never eating again. Well, I did eat tonight. Um, <laughs> so I had a, the big the big event was I made everyone dinner one night and I made uh, Chinese like dim sum. So I made homemade pork buns, which I've made before. They're like the momofuku recipe with the bosam pork, and then I made homemade soup dumplings, and that so was like amazing. quite a that was a long day of cooking. That was probably a showstopper. Everyone was going ape shit because it was fucking good. And I yeah. make everything tasted so good because I made like the Szechuan green beans. I made um, this stir fried rice I make with like leeks and ginger and garlic mm. uh, and sesame oil. And I made the pork buns with like this ginger scallion sauce and plum sauce. Yum. And then I made soup dumplings, um, pork soup dumplings. And that was quite a process because yeah. I made the dough. Homemade, so I had to roll out the yeah. very thin dough, and then I had to make the broth that you put gelatin in because you have to obviously you can't stuff a dumpling with with the broth, <laughs> so you have to make a gelatin broth and then, and it, then it melts yeah. when you steam them. And obviously, I'm in like a rental that doesn't have the best cooking equipment, so I had right. to like kind of kind of MacGyver yeah some steaming stuff because I had one steam pot and then I put like a plate with um, parchment paper on it and put the dumplings on it to steam them in like a frying pan Yeah, with a lid. But it was very good. Everything was eaten. Everyone literally scarfed everything down within like minutes. Wow. And they were all like stuffed. Like I had to roll everyone out of the dining room. Yeah. So I would say that was probably my best meal, the yeah. one I made. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like very satisfying. Yeah. And I feel like I'm going to make soup dumplings again for sure. But I have, some, now I'm kind of You're like, going to make them for me and Brendan. Yes. Now I have like some things I know, I wouldn't say I did wrong because I've never made them before. But I was like, okay, I need to like roll them thinner. And the dough was a little stiff. So I probably will 
adjust that yeah. recipe, add more water or something, or maybe I didn't need it enough. Like, I don't know. Or, or see if I can buy good dumpling wrappers, but if I only want to do it if they're worth, like, if they taste good. Like, yeah. Um, so, yeah. But that was my big That's deal. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, I made chicken stock this week. Oh, yeah. That's not like a very exciting food thing. I just, that's something about me. I like making chicken stock. It's like a very relaxing process. Do you freeze it? I do freeze it. Because okay. it's good to have on hand. It is. You know, for cooking and shit. Yeah. And it's good to just like, if you're if I'm sick, if I ever get sick, the one thing I want is homemade chicken stock. It's so good right. for you. Um, and did you eat anything um, interesting? No, not really. Okay. I had some good tacos with you tonight. but yeah, those were good. Yeah. I had the fried chicken one, but in a lettuce wrap. So yeah, so down. it's yeah. technically it's healthy. It's really healthy. Because it was in a lettuce wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm probably going to go get some sweets after this because it's my anniversary. So oh, yeah. yeah. my sober anniversary. Get some sweets. I'm probably going to get something delicious after this. Where? I don't know. Okay. It's fucking, it's, it's 11.30. I'll probably get donuts. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to send Brendan out for donuts. Mm. Well, he's already out right now. Okay. I don't know if he's out right now. Okay. That's like, <laughs> if he overheard that, I feel really bad because I just like volunteered him for that. Right. Okay. Um, okay. Well, that's it then. Yeah. That's it for this episode. So we will see you guys on Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 